nailed it. Hey everybody, welcome to a podcast. So you might be listeners of The Bearded Bride. This is just something new. We're gonna we don't really know what this is. It's gonna be probably a short one. I don't know if it'll be released as a mini episode. Maybe it'll be released as its own podcast. But there's there's special reasons that we wanted to do this show. And um, that came about when, when Dustin shared some information with me, so I'll let Dustin kind of tell us why we're I'm doing this show. I'm going to be a father! He's going to be a dad. Yeah! This is a very serious podcast, Eric. <laughs> this is very serious stuff. It's a, it's a big deal. When you become a parent, everything changes. That's very true. I know this. Especially when you think about the most minuscule things and... If anybody that has a child is listening to this, they're going to be like, duh, absolutely. But it's all new to me. And you think that you know before it happens what it's going to be like, Mm-mm. but you don't. No. You just don't. See, marriage, you can kind of like... You, at least you're like that far ahead, because I, I was like, oh, this is going to be... So I, I guess we'll give a little bit of background. I, I have a 16-month-old at the time we're recording this, because also we don't know when we're going to be releasing right. this. <laughs> so I have a 16-month-old born in 2016. So I guess like my idea was for the show is New Dad, Newer Dad. Oh, now there's a name. Like it? I love it. It's like Fuller House. And I'm already very aware of my ums today while I'm recording. That's all right. That's okay. You edit it all out in post. That's true. I leave <laughs> I leave a lot of your ums in, but I get rid of all of my ums. Yeah. But also, a few weeks after, you know, I found out Devin is having a child. I found out that we're having our second one, so it's going to be two months apart from Devin's. Did, you, did I call you Devin yes. twice? Wow. I did that, that once before like, in the podcast, and I don't know why I do that. Where? I, I removed it from the actual podcast. Damn. But I did it at the end of the show once. I, I corrected myself. I'm sorry, Dustin. I never have heard you say that. Yeah. I don't know why. I must not have been listening to you. <laughs> I was probably writing a hashtag. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't coming up with questions for me. I know that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Dustin is due in, what, September? October. O- first beginning, week of October. First week of October. Yeah. And I'm due the first week of November. Hey, now. So that's my whole family. That's four four members of the family who all have November birthdays. Um, but I figured this could be like, you know, I, I don't know everything that I'm doing as a father, and I'm learning, but Dustin has never even done it. So That's true. Do you have any questions right now for me? How are you today? Besides that, <laughs> I'm, I'm well. I actually had a rough night and a rough day, but I, I'm, I'm glad we're recording. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, first, the comment, then the question. Yeah. I feel like in the first trimester, every pregnant woman just feels like she's the devil. Is that kind of... Feels like or acts yeah, she like? Just, well, both, I guess. She's aware that she's acting like that? Yeah. Oh, Most my, women aren't aware? My wife is not aware. No? No. I feel like... There's a certain level of being cognizant that you're acting different as a woman. A certain level. They may not outwardly mm-hmm. describe that. I don't know. Yeah. But they, you're going through a lot of changes, obviously. But maybe that's something we need to explore is if, if we're doing more episodes on this, we need to have a woman a woman that's had a baby or had I multiple. I think that that's a good idea. Because like, I've talked to friends. I've yeah. talked to you know, parent, you know, my mom. I've talked to a lot of women. Yeah. About this particular topic. 
of just being different and right. acting different. So I don't think that it's I don't think it's like we're being not politically correct right. by talking about the fact that there's obviously a lot of really funny, a lot of really emotional, a lot of you know good and bad times. Yeah. So um, I guess my question to you is, does it get better? No, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard it gets better? I heard that after the first trimester, yeah, it gets better. In my experience, it did not get no. better. Well, and she I, became more unaware of what she was doing. I have heard that too, though. So I guess it's navigating the waters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tread, tread lightly, my friend. I'll tread lightly. Tread very lightly. I'm trying to support. There's, uh, yeah, there wasn't many things I could do correctly. Even when I was trying my hardest, um, everything was wrong. I feel like that a yeah. lot. Yeah. And I think as a guy, we try to be fixers. Yeah. So it's like more acts of service. That's like our love language. Right. And so when you're not able to fix anything, mm -hmm. it really can frustrate you. And then all you do is try to overcompensate. And then they get frustrated with you that, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. And, I, and, and like with my wife, she... She's always pessimistic, like pregnant, not pregnant. Like I always have to be the one that's yeah optimistic, even though that's not really my nature. Like before I met her, I'm I'm more of a realist, mm -hmm. but I have to play the optimist because she goes so negative. Yes, like everything is worst case scenario. Yeah, like everything that we're doing related to the pregnancy or not is, what if this happens or this is going to happen? And I just have to say, like today. Today something actually happened. Um, Please share. Or last night. Well, I, it's you know it's a little bit personal, but she had spotting. She didn't have spotting last time uh -huh. she was pregnant. And you know you Google it, and everything says you know light spotting, mild cramps, totally normal. Yeah. Especially in the first trimester. Yeah. But you know she obviously goes to the worst place, so she scheduled an appointment and went to the doctor, got right. an ultrasound just to make sure everything. And we're only six weeks. Yeah. So then the doctor says, oh, that the heartbeat's a little bit slow. So then that turns into a problem. Yeah. But then the doctor also said, you know, you have an appointment in two weeks anyways for your eight, you know, your first yeah, right, right. appointment. Everything can change by then. And it'll be perfectly normal. We're looking at this way too early. But all I'm going to hear about until that appointment is the slow heartbeat. Right. Well, and I think what's interesting about... Oh, and and we only have we only have one, which we were like we couldn't afford to have twins, so we confirmed today there's only one right oh, now. Oh, one baby. One baby. Oh gosh, that was the scariest part. Yes. You're sitting there in the sonogram and you're going, I hope that I don't hear two heartbeats right, right. now. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Not that, that it wouldn't scary. be a blessing, but absolutely. But financially, it's very... good lord. <laughs> I think what's interesting is that. We're going to record potentially multiple, you know, episodes of something where uh, we can get a woman's perspective mm -hmm. on a lot of these things. Yeah. And so it's kind of like really neat to think about having questions answered from somebody like a doctor right. or an, a woman or another dad. Somebody, a know. dad that had twins. Right, exactly. So, uh, you know, that's. I think this has some good relevance to yeah. a lot of people. How are you 
thinking about the birth? Like, how is that oh, affecting gosh. you? It just hit me like yeah. literally like two or three days ago. Um, because I have a friend, I was telling you about him before mm-hmm. we started recording. He, uh, his girlfriend is ready to pop. Like she is, well, as we record this right now, he's actually at the hospital and he was just at my house two days ago and she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so ready. You know, she's at like, um, 40 or 41 weeks yeah. or something like that. She's overdue. And, uh, she's like, I'm just ready to get this show on the road. And, um, it was, it hit me then. I was like, oh my gosh, this like is a real thing. And, um, you know, for us being wedding professionals, and I, you, you can kind of sympathize with this. I have contracts with people. I have a business to run and stuff. It's a lot of, a lot more to consider, um, just with the actual birth beyond, hey, let's just take care of this woman that's about to birth a child, mm-hmm. right? Um so I, I think that that's just one of those things where as the pregnancy, you know, goes further and further, it's going to be like more and more real. There's more and more consideration and uh, we're just going to have to deal with it, I guess. That's just part of being a parent, I think. Mm-hmm. So you would agree. You have a child. So mm-hmm. it's like, what is it for you? Is it like... You just every new situation you just deal with. Yeah, or that's you, all you can do. Well, you gotta you gotta be able to like. There's got to be some books and stuff. There's got to be podcasts like this to tell you about. Things. You know what you you would think so, and you know, being a podcast listener, like when when my wife was pregnant, I would look for that stuff, but it didn't it didn't seem helpful. Um, I bought a couple of books, read a few pages, and it just. I don't know. It it didn't it didn't really seem that helpful as much as like talking to my friends that have had kids, and like talking to your friends was more relevant right. and more like uh, informational. Mm-hmm. What made it different than reading a book? I don't know. Did your wife read more no. books than you, or she, she was like the same bought, way? She bought more books than I did. But did she did no, she, she get didn't. more value out of friends than? The books? No. No, neither of us did. Because, I mean, she has uh, more friends than I do with kids, and and it's all, like, within a year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, the books books didn't help. But listening to real people, like, talk about it and stuff, like, you can, like, I had this caveman book, whatever, like, New Dad, Caveman, something Mm -hmm. or other. And it'd give you, like, diagrams and stuff, but you can only picture that so much Mm -hmm. until you get, like, a baby in your hand. And I, so I babysat for a friend of mine that has two kids while my wife was pregnant and that was the time that was when i changed my first diaper and no that's that's now you just hit me with something new yeah and it was just uh like he's a boy and it was just a pee and it was it was fine like it wasn't a big deal yeah the hardest part was just getting him to sit still and that's that's the biggest fight when you're changing diapers trying to think what else it's just just when when we had the baby, it's just bringing him home and just living our lives with him, mm-hmm. and not trying not to change too much because you don't want to. Like, I didn't want to like pussyfoot around the house and be really quiet because then he's going to get so accustomed to that quiet that he's never going to be able to sleep. So, you know, we're just trying to do what we're doing with a baby. Yeah. Do you feel like that acclimation process was easy? The first. I want to say first two and a half months are really, really hard. Like, much harder than, than I was prepared for. 
It was just, it's all, all day long, all day, every day. You have to be responsible for this person. Yeah. And it, it was just crazy. Like, even those first two days in the hospital, like, wake up, change, do all this stuff, and it's it's a huge adjustment. Do you stay at the hospital, like, she, while she had a C-section in the hospital? Yeah, so she had a C-section, so that means we had to stay for at least two days. Okay. So we were there. He was there with us. Here's a piece of advice. If you are staying in the hospital mm-hmm. at all, like, because well, you're going to stay at least a night. The nurses are the best, and they're going to ask, do you want us to take him out of the room to nap in the uh, the nursery mm-hmm. and bring him back when he's ready to feed? Say yes. Every time you can get the baby out of your room, do it, because they're going to take really good care of him, and you're going to get to sleep. Yeah. Don't feel bad, because you're going to spend the rest of your life with that baby. <laughs> What's the longest stretch that you get there? Um, it depends if they stay asleep or not. Because yeah. you, you're supposed to be feeding them, was like it like every, every couple hours? Every, yeah, every couple of few hours. Um, just a couple ounces, not probably not even to start. But, I mean, if they sleep for four hours, you're good for four hours. Hmm. So, I mean, if he's sleeping, get him out of there. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling him a heat. I don't know what you're having at this point. <laughs> That's what everybody's... You know what's really funny is that everybody is asking... Everybody's asking about, you know, oh, are you going to find out the gender? Mm-hmm. Are you going to find out the gender? I'm like, I'm just adjusting to the fact that, like, I'm having a kid. Yeah. It's like when you get married and everybody's like, well, when's the baby due? <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Plus, I told you just a couple minutes ago, it's like, hey, the baby was just born. You know? Who does it look like? It looks like a potato. Right. <laughs> you know? It doesn't yeah. look like anybody. Well, in my case, it, it just looked like my wife and had my giant head. <laughs> I mean, if you have a half-Asian baby, it's always going to look Asian. Yeah. Which is pretty cute. But, yeah, I mean, shit, what was I going to ask you? Well, are, are you guys are going to find out, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I It's funny because I have uh, so Melissa, my wife, for those of you who don't know, um, she... Is somebody I ha- I just realized I haven't even asked her whether or not it's okay to talk about her in this particular recording, but we're gonna talk. Yeah, I mean we're, we're just gonna we're, see what happens. I mean we're not gonna release anything until like we, who knows if this might not yeah. even get out. Um, <laughs> she, we are just to tell everybody we were recording this just because we had a guest cancel on us last minute for yeah. the for the wedding podcast, and we've had this idea ever since Dustin told me that. You know, they were going to have a baby. We've been wanting to record this. So this is our first shot at it. We'll see what happens from here. But go ahead. Sorry. You're all right. Um, so Melissa has five friends all having babies six weeks apart from wow. each other. They're not and all going to that wedding, are they? <laughs> I just thought about that. I don't know. Well, that's that. Nobody's going to be at that wedding. Yeah. It's like um, they... So, and then another one just announced that uh, she might be pregnant. Jeez. And she's going to be a f- few weeks after Melissa. Mm-hmm. So, it's really weird uh, because, I forget what your question was, but... About finding out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's like little by little, everybody's doing their gender reveal parties. Yeah. You know? And I've, I've photographed a few gender reveal parties. Mm-hmm. Did, did I ever tell you about the time that I had to do the paintball? No. 
So, so t- total side story. Um, I got hired by, well, Melissa was hired by uh, a friend of hers from high school. And she said, Melissa, I want you to uh, photograph my gender reveal party. And Melissa's like, oh, that's, that would be so amazing. I'm so excited. So uh, last minute, Melissa gets sick, like really sick. She's like, Dustin, I need you to go, you know, do this. So I go to this house. There's like 50 people there. And she's going to shoot her husband with a paintball gun. <laughs> and the paintballs are going to explode blue or pink to tell the gender of the baby. And I get there, and they hand me an envelope. Yeah. And they say, you're responsible for filling the paintball gun, blue or pink. Meanwhile, I've never even seen a sonogram. Like, I, I've, or an, uh, an ultrasound. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've seen them, but I haven't, like, I've never really, right. like, looked at yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, like, I go in the back room, I open the envelope, I'm looking at this photo, and I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to know what gender it is? Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, so I'm calling my doctor friends, I'm sitting there going, I don't know how to it doesn't read this just, ultrasound. They, they didn't just write they it just down? They just didn't write it. They didn't what? write it at all. That doesn't make any sense. So I'm trying to figure out the gender of this baby. I can't figure it out. So finally I, I figure out that it's a boy, so I fill all the blue in the in the thing. And meanwhile, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I screw this up, like, and they find out, like, it's going to be real bad mm-hmm. afterwards. So. But, um, yeah, I just, so gender reveal parties are a big thing, right? And everybody's having them. This, this whole summer is just filled with gender reveal parties. Yeah. So now I got to plan mine. You're going to have a party? I think so. Well, we just bought a house. Yeah. And I've been renovating the house. Pool party. So I'm thinking a pool party, right? And then, um, you know, we could fill the pool with blue or pink. I don't know. Be kind of fun. It's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> are you? Do you have like a, a preference? I know you, you know you just want a healthy baby, but is in the back of your mind? Do you and Melissa? Do you have like a preference for what you want right now? As far as gender, yeah. I think we've been um, hearing a lot. Everybody's like, "Oh, boys are so much easier," and like I would um, just recently we were around one of my friends that has a little boy, two years old, and I'm like, "This kid has so much energy." I couldn't imagine girls having this much energy. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I keep going back and forth. It's kind of like high energy boy or like low, lower think, maintenance baby girl. But then when she becomes a teenager, no, it's, it's not, like, yeah. oh gosh. I think you got it wrong there. I don't, the, the age, I don't think that the gender is going to affect their energy level. I think it's the maintenance. I think the maintenance with a little baby girl is way, way more. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like. Especially the older they get. Yeah. And then you got to think about, like, uh, maybe the, maybe this is not PC. Mm-hmm. But I think the thought in my mind initially, I'm pretty sheltered, I guess. But, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, she's going to grow up and and she's going to be, like, all into boys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm going to have to protect her. And, and that kind of, I mean, that's all really, like, intense. I guess you'd probably think the same thing about your boy, too. Maybe not as much as a, not really. as a guy. I don't. I don't really think about him like that. It's because just like... because we're we've we've been raised. I think that our children's generation is going to be raised in a in a way that doesn't necessarily associate that in yeah. the same context that we do. So I, my concern for for my son is that he's biracial. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm, I, I don't know how I'm going to handle it if, you know, he's in school and he's getting made fun of. Yeah. So that's something that's always in the back of my mind. Like, how do I, how am I going to handle that? And how am I going to teach him to be strong? But I think it's different for our age yeah. group than it is for theirs because the world is changing. Yeah. And people are more accepting. And I think that you are still another, you're still another 10 years away, maybe. Right. Before yeah, that's, he really has we, to I deal feel with like those kind of culturally, we've got that going for us on our yes. side. But also, like, I mean, he's going to be an Asian male, which is like, uh, I don't. I was just reading this dumb article today about like Tinder and the different races and how they're how they're oh, treated and accepted. Yeah. And like, white women is top. Like, they're the most like swipe right. The most the good most feedback. The most accepted kind of... Asian males are the bottom. Really? Yeah. And Asian women are actually up there with white women as well. Um, and then it's like black females and Asian men are, are the bottom. And that, that scares me a little bit for him. Right. Well, I mean, you never know where the cultural acceptance is going to be. It's changing. Yeah. Ten years from now. Right. And that's, you know... I've I have said and I'm I'm not joking. I was in the grocery store six or seven months ago, and I and I was stopped by uh, the cashier because I was uh, con- we, she was commenting to me about the kids that had just checked out, and I and I said to I remember this clearly, especially now that I'm like in this mode where I'm about to have a kid. It's like crazy that I'm even saying that, um, but I'm thinking to myself like when I was talking to this woman, it's like how scary is it. To raise a kid in today's world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so different. And I know that every generation has said that for a hundred years or more. It's so different but than when I was growing like up. Like, with us, it's like, the ch- it's exponential, yeah, it's, like crazy. It, it, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's like crazy. Does that, do you ever think about that? Yeah. But, you like, you can't get caught up in what's happening, like, today because it's going to be, like, so much different. When he's, like, getting to the age where he's on, like, social media and stuff. Right. And Facebook. And, God, I'm so, like, part of me is so happy that that stuff wasn't around when when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I, what, I think AOL came out when I was in fourth or fifth grade. And I yeah. actually got in trouble for for doing some stuff on there. Oh. Was, <laughs> so, I mean, I can relate. And I don't know. It's just, it's so much different now. It's It's crazy. Like the bullying and stuff. But on a positive note, um, they had today, as we record this, um, they had, I don't know if you saw this, um, I was reading the news earlier, and uh, they had a video of this walk in. It was supposed to be this walk out Mm -hmm. for gun violence. And um, they had a walk in, and every student was given 10 post it notes. And they. To give out compliments? To give out compliments to people. And I saw pictures of the of the lockers, and janitors were getting them, and you know every locker was full of you know a bunch of post-it notes, and mm. it's like really kind of what that. I, and maybe it's just because I have a different context of things now that I'm, you know, even talking about all of this. It's like it's so different now. That would never have happened when we were growing up, and it's like the the change is like you said exponential mm-hmm. and it's in a in a very very positive way uh i at least i i hope and i i think yeah so yeah 
I mean, that's parenting. So you're not going to be disappointed one way or the other if you get... No. I think that... Um, you don't have it, like... Because I guess you didn't really I re- answer the question. Do you have, like... Do you, in no, the back of your I mind, is that, it like, I yeah, want a boy, Yeah, I think I in the back girl. of my mind, I kind of always grew up imagining, like, my, my sister and I, I always imagined that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, older brother, younger sister, family of four, you know, that kind of thing. Right. That's just because the way I grew up. But I have a lot of cousins. I probably have, like, 18 cousins. And all of them have different situations. You know, uh, four children here, one of, you know, two boys, two girls. You know, children here, older sister, younger brother. You know, sister, sister. I have all sorts of different things going on there. So it's just like, it doesn't really matter, like you said. I mean, as long as the baby's healthy. Um, I think the bigger question is, and this is funny because this is again going back to that whole example of like, you just got married and people were like, so when's, mm-hmm. when's the baby due? Or like, you just got engaged. You can't ask people that anymore. Like, you, that's like, that's one of the things on the way out with this whole cultural shift because it's like, people get angry. Like, why can't I just not have kids? Yes, I and do agree. And that's, like, totally acceptable. So I don't, like, I used to say that to people like my friends, but I would never say it to somebody that I didn't right. know very well. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's on its way out, too. Like, right now it's, like, only, like, older, like, aunts and stuff that are asking that yeah. question. <laughs> uh, it's funny because my aunt is the, when I told my aunt, that was the first, she, she the, what I'm talking about right now, is her first question was, well, when are you going to have a second? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It doesn't even doesn't even resonate with me, but uh, you know, after going through this whole experience, um, I guess there's just for, how do you feel about having a second? It's crazy. It's because you're uh, just getting over the fact that you just had one. Yeah, it's like I'm not done with this one yet. Right. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to do another one? And he's not to the point where, like, you can tell him to do things. Like, right. sometimes it's go get this, like, pick that up or something. Yeah. Or, hey, what do you have? Can I see it? So it's like, how how am I going to do this with a little baby and then an, another baby that doesn't really fully understand what I'm saying to them yet? Right. But going back to the gender thing, when uh, when we found out she was pregnant, we... We both had our hearts set on a girl. Like, I wanted a girl because my wife's beautiful, and I wanted—I just wanted it to be like her. And we just—I don't know—we just both really had our hearts set on girls. We didn't have any girl babies in the family uh, yet. So, the was it our 12-week appointment? Did you do a 12-week? I think so. They were doing um, an ultrasound, and they accidentally switched over to the 3D. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. one, the super creepy one that looks like an alien? Yeah. So they accidentally switched over to the 3D, and and the, the ultrasound girl goes, oh, oh, crap, and, like, switched off it real quick. And then she turns to us and goes, are you finding out the sex of the kid, of the, of the baby? Are you guys finding out? And I knew exactly why she was asking that, because I saw the penis. <laughs> This just sounds like dead air now because you're laughing out, not at know, the mic. I know, I'm so sorry. I can't stop laughing and I don't want it to be into the mic. So my wife's like, yeah, yeah, why do you ask? And I was like, oh, I know why you asked. 
I saw it. And she's like, oh, you saw it? I was like, yeah. And my wife is just like, what? What did you see? And we're like, there's a penis. Like, it's right there. My wife refused to believe that there was a penis and that it was going to be a boy. Like, because she had her heart set on a girl. Yeah. She refused to believe it. And so she was 36 when she was pregnant with our son. And that's considered, they call it geriatric. Yeah, that's... So she had to have a bunch of blood tests done where we actually find out 100% what's, what the gender was. Right. And that was like, that's at 18 weeks yeah. or maybe less than that even. Like 16 to and 18 weeks. Normally you, you won't, wouldn't find out if it's a younger woman. You wouldn't find out the sex of the baby until like 20-something. Yeah. So, you know, she had her blood work done and it came back a boy. And the whole time, like from the time we accidentally saw that to 18 weeks... She was still, like no, I'm not going to believe it. For it's like a girl. A like a we're we're like... having a girl. <laughs> and then finally, we got the blood test back, and they're like, oh, it's a, it's a boy. And her first question is, are you sure? Like, is there any, <laughs> there's no room on those blood tests? And then I Googled it, and I was like, no, blood tests are 100% accurate yeah. for sex of the baby in, in that situation. And she was devastated for about two days, like, she couldn't even deal with like she was super sad. She got over it and then I mean once he arrived it was just What is that? Can I just ask a question for anybody that's in my position or anybody that doesn't even have kids that's listening to this? What is it? Uh, and maybe this makes me an absolutely horrible expecting parent, mm-hmm. but what is it about the fact that like once the baby is delivered, like, everything goes out the window. It's like every expectation doesn't matter. Every, uh, every like, I don't know, anything. It's like, it changes from... Because it's real. Like, it, it doesn't... It doesn't feel real until that, you know, you see that so baby. So I'm living in la-la land until October 6th? Yeah. Damn. That sounds horrible. Now, is it easier than... To accept the fact that things are going to be completely, like that expectation is automatically thrown out the window on your first kid, but on the second kid, is it different because you know that once the baby arrives, everything is just different? Like every expectation, every no. question. Yeah, every, no, it doesn't change because you know, right now I still, like it still doesn't feel real. That I'm having a second one. So even on your second child, it's kind of like you you still will use the phrase eventually. Well, once the you know he or she or whoever uh, got here, um, none of that mattered. It was all perfect after that. You know, like I forget how you phrased it, but it, every parent says the same thing. It's like, oh, it didn't matter after that because like mm-hmm. they're the hugest blessing in the world. Yeah. Like, that idea, to me, is so crazy yeah, well, and mind-boggling. And now, like, well, our son, like, I, obviously I'm going to say this about our son, but, I mean, he's he's awesome. Like, he's the coolest. And for as hard as those first couple months was, I still think he was probably a pretty easy baby. Yeah. So now, all we want is another one of him. So our whole perspective has shifted, and we're just praying for another boy. Yeah. Which I know we shouldn't do because we're definitely going to jinx ourselves. 
Well, you win either way in that instance, then. Yeah. Because <laughs> you like, get a girl. We don't want to. Or... Yeah, but then, like, the, the room, like, we don't have a ton of space in our house right now. Yeah. And we're going to be there for a couple more years. So, like, they're going to be sharing a room at least after the new baby is, like, a little bit older. Um, but, God, like, clothes and stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not That's something I want to go through again. Yeah. Um, but I, we really, like, I know that this one. This one's going to be harder than Bo was because Bo seemed like a very, very easy baby. Even, you know, with me telling you, like, those first two months are tough. Yeah. I feel like we got we got off really easy with him. I have a book plug. Yeah. Um, I called my friend the other day, and I said, why, why does it seem like your, you know, first several months of parenting were so easy? And she says, I read this book. It's the only book I read. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I forget the name of it. Secrets of the Baby Whisperer or something yeah. like that. I don't know if you've heard of it. But I read the first few chapters. And I was like, this is the kind of baby I want to have. Yeah. And it's like, you know, th- those first few months, it can either be an absolute, you know, train wreck. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it seems like... And you get, you're like going to get so many awesome. different opinions. And this is where, you know, everything goes out the window once the baby arrives. That's what I'm saying. You're going to get so many different opinions of how to treat the baby. Like yes. co-sleeping, when to put it in the crib. You don't know. Like, every baby is different. Right. So what we did for this first one is probably not going to work for the second one. As much as we're going to try, we're going to have to adjust what we've done. Yeah. Like... If I had to give advice on sleeping, I would say put it in the crib as soon as you possibly can. But that doesn't mean you're going to be able to. Right. I have heard that advice, and that's what I read in the book. Yeah. So. Well, hey, I think that this has been a successful outing. We're done? I could I could go on forever. I'm... I know, but then there's nothing to save for the future, for future episodes. <laughs> so, with that said, I think that what we could dub this is... Uh, the best podcast ever. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like it. Are we are we going with new dad, newer dad? I think that that's a really, real. I mean, that could fit on a T-shirt really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that said, do you have any hashtags? Oh man, I wasn't even thinking about it. I pro- there was probably a bunch of really good ones. Well, we'll hashtag. We'll have to listen to it, and then we can hashtag it. I was going to, like, hashtag, um, I saw the penis. <laughs> it's going to sound like dead air. I just can't. So. <laughs> the way that you said it was the funniest part. And the fact that once this is on the internet, your son 20 years from now can go back that, and listen to this. this. Is... <laughs> That's going to be really weird. That's what I was thinking about while we were talking, like, oh, my God, if he hears this and how we, like, we wanted a girl and, like, all this other stuff. And Hey, I know that my sister-in-law is named Paula because they thought she was going to be a Paul. They oh, told really? me that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, also, don't, do you have a list of names? Sorry, I'm jumping back into the show. Do you have a list of names that you I guys are? I do not have a list of names yet because... Everybody keeps thinking because my last name is Lopez and my wife looks more Hispanic than I do, we're going to name our child something Hispanic, mm-hmm. which I think is like an actually a, a really good idea, but I'm not tied to it yet. Right. We have come up with 
a middle name of a male child because my great-grandfather and her grandfather mm-hmm. both had the same names, which yeah. is Bernard. Okay. So it could be kind of a nice nickname, like Bernie. Bernie's good. You ever watch Weekend at Bernie's? Of course. That's a great movie? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the name game. Are you thinking? Are you already thinking about it names now too? We, you know, we thought we had it, and then, and then a number two. Yeah. Oh, jeez. For a boy, okay. like we kind of got a girl. We, uh, I mean, we had a girl nailed down already from the get go from yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um, but now that might be out the window if it is a girl. I don't know because yeah. she wants to. She wants to have a, a tie name as one of the names I at love least. That. Like, Bo is Bo Achita, which is, you know, pretty cool. And the last name is Smith, so you have to have something weird in there. Yeah. So he's not just Bo Smith or, like, whatever. But And my wife, her English isn't the best, so she really just wants a one-syllable name. And the name that we were considering for, you know, if this one's a boy, I just read an article that the name that we were considering is going to be the most popular name in 2018. Oh, gosh. Which makes me not want to. Right, yeah. But it's a really cool name, and it's from Star Wars. Are you willing to share this? Finn. Oh, yeah. Um, our friend Melanie, she just had a baby in December. She named him Finn. Yeah. And I told her when I recently saw her that, that she stole my name. Stealing but, names is a big thing. But now, like, June, my wife has already done, like, a a 360 on that. She's, she's not down with Finn at all. A, like, pr- a pregnant woman... Being indecisive? Right. No way. So, <laughs> and we're, we're still going here even though we were wrapping <laughs> Sorry, I, I will hashtag it. But with the, with the Bo, the first one, we had like short lists and we were going back and forth. And so I wanted to try and get one of my family names in there. Right. But with her wanting a Thai name, it's really difficult because we have really plain like first names and middle names and stuff. So we had like a short list. And we didn't even decide on his name until the morning after he was born. Well, they do say that that's supposed you're supposed to do that. Yeah. So we like I sat there in the the hospital thing, the the hotel, Jesus, hotel room, the hospital room, and he was he was away sleeping because he could be away. Um, and I was I sat at the whiteboard, and I just wrote down full names mm-hmm. that we were considering and and then we just we just landed on one we're like that's it and i i told my wife i was like okay it's it's eight in the morning now we just had a baby people are going to be coming to see this baby <laughs> it, it has to have a name so that was our motivation yeah that's and a then, big motivation uh, then we landed on Bo, and that was after a clothing company because we were, it was uh, this company called Bo Hudson makes really cool like baby and kids clothes. So we were the whole time we were thinking Hudson, like Hudson is a great first name, and I loved it. So we were thinking Hudson, Hudson, Hudson. Then we see our son, and we're like, that's not a Hudson. See, that's what I'm. They, that is what I've heard. Yeah, you'll. I mean, you'll know I if keep, it's. I feel like a prevalent topic here is going to be, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Hashtag it. Right. Okay, so we actually want to wrap this up then. Well, I think that might be good. Yeah, I gotta get home. I gotta. You gotta get home. I'm gonna go do more housework. I'm building a house, Eric. I know. I can't wait to see it. Uh, pool party soon enough. Okay. Um, with that 
said best podcast ever? Best podcast ever. Oh, it's pizza time. See you later. So long.